No part of this lecture may be reproduced in any form, even for personal use. And that's Mira's Khalif. Now, he said at first, the fact that in the list of degrees of Shlemus enumerated in the Baraisa, this Mida comes after our novel, shows how elevated and important this Mida is. So it's not in the sense that people understand it, it's a much more sublime sense that we're going to discuss here as well. Now, the second paragraph, Omnam. Omnam, but, sorry of Shaynaka, we must make a preface to this. Two different kinds of year, and the second kind has two parts, so it makes it three, three kinds. The first is very easy to acquire. A double calculate nothing as easy. I will soon see it's not that easy. For him it was easy. The second one is very difficult. The perfection is very great. The second Kaliya's hate is considered a high degree of perfection. I explained. Yes, yes, to be afraid of punishments for this sin. Zero, I mean, no, that's one kind. Now, it seems from his words that that's the easiest thing there is. That's how it was once upon a time. Everybody was afraid as punishments for his sin. And therefore, the person even thought a little about it, immediately he'll understand certainly there are punishments for his sin. In those days, the whole world believed that even Goyim believed that the punishment of sin is And so among the army of Israel, it certainly was easy to have this kind of universal English. However, even though we're going to a higher degree, we have to keep in mind that even the higher persons must also have universal English. It's like you say that when you're five years old, you learn Chumash. And when you're when you take your Ramishnayas, when you're 14 you're on Gemara, it doesn't mean that when you're on Mishnayas you stop learning Chumash, or when you're on Gemara you stop learning Mishnayas. No. Each degree includes the previous ones too. So here also, Yeras or Ramimus includes Yeras or English, only something more than Yeras or English. So the biggest setting has to be afraid of punishment. Like it says to Aaron Akeda, Al Yobe Bechol Esal Akedish Ken Yom, to a certain, they threaten it with death. Is that the way to talk to Aaron Ake? Answer no matter how great he is, he also has to be afraid of the English. But in addition to Yeras English, he has a much greater year on Yeras Oremus. Yes, Yeras Oremus. That's the fear of Hashem's greatness. Hashem is so mighty and so perfect that people don't want to do anything that would displease him. Not merely because they're afraid of punishment. It's out of agreement with Hashem's perfection that anybody should do something that's not perfect. Yamin Hashem, that's the second kind. Sheyeh of our subject, is the second part of Yeras Oremus. On the voyage at in Yonim, we have the now we'll explain the subject and the division. So before we start, once more. Yeras Oremus, that's the easiest and the most simple degree. The next is Yeras Oremus. 
to fear Hashem's exalted perfection. We stand before the Melech Malchiam Lothim is so perfect, so great in every quality. So you feel it's impossible that we should have faults and sins. In that second degree, there's another part called Yeres Pate. And that we'll study from now on. First talk about with it with Yolanda. Now the bottom paragraph. He goes back once more. Yeras Hoenish. To be afraid of the punishment. Keep shooter. That's the plain meaning. Sha'odam Yiro Mayaveras Pi Hashem Alakov is afraid when transgressing. Because the Averas have punishment. There's no such thing as a person doing a sin and avoiding punishment. If it doesn't come now, it'll come later. Imlagu, where there's a punishment on his body in this world, imla nefesh, or in the next world. The next world is worse. Much better if a person gets his punishment now. If he waits for the next world, then he'll be sorry. And therefore, everybody who is interested in a little bit of Yerushalayim can gain this year. In Ezos Kalavad, it's certainly easy, he called all them Ohibes Asmo. Everyone loves himself, the Yeoel and Nafsha, and everyone is afraid for himself, for his life. Vein Dova, Sheyachik Asa, Masay Dova Echot, Yosemina Yeo, Shalotweo Azaro. There's nothing like the fear that a harm will come to him. Nothing can be more effective than that. When you warn people, don't use this for this poison. That's the clearest way of getting him to stop using if it's a poison. If he says it's not poison, but it's not beneficial, they may not listen to it. Once you say it's poison, a deadly poison, then they'll listen to it. So every head is a poison. There's no question there's a punishment. That's the most effective deterrent. Now, this year is only for ignorant people, or the notion people, women, whose minds are like, here's a place where a big error comes in. People are learning this thing, that this year of Soinish is only for ignorant people. But he's not saying that. He's saying, to have only year of Soinish as for ignorant people. But, everybody, even the biggest Tzadikim have to have year of Soinish. Even Moshe and Aaron have to be afraid of what would happen to them if I, they did something wrong. So this Pshat is not known by people who learn this simply, they think in this computer that if you're a great man, you're no longer afraid of the punishment. This is false. Everybody should be afraid of punishment. Only to have only years of English, that's only for Amehoras and Noshim. But the year of the Chachomim and people of wisdom is in addition to this a much higher degree as called Yiras HaRemim. Say that. Amina Sheni or Yeras Harem. The second kind is the fear of Hashem's greatness. I explain. He she Odom Yirchak Minachatoim Lo Yasein Vekvedet Agodol Isbalshem. Person keeps away from his sins and doesn't do them because of the great honor of Hashem. Give a muscle. <coughs> the man is standing in front of a king and he has an itch. But he wouldn't scratch himself, no. Now, if he did scratch himself, the king wouldn't punish him. But he wouldn't do it. Because it's not 
proper to express yourself in the presence of a king. And therefore, a person who realizes that he's standing before Hashem, he couldn't do anything wrong. Not proper to do anything wrong. Outside of the consideration of the punishment. How can he profane Hashem's greatness? Or Echyara Levi for Bosra Dom? How can a person be mistaken? Yara with a base that I hate. Yara Levi, how can a person's mind be so confident? Shawful Vanimus, a person who is so low. Everybody is low. Everybody is despised in the presence of Hashem. Who are we in the presence of Hashem? to do a thing against his will of our So therefore, when a person realizes that he's standing before Hashem, who is the king or the king of the kings, he couldn't think of doing something wrong. In That's not so easy to acquire. Comes only from knowledge and from thinking. To think about the greatness of Hashem. And to think how lowly a man is. When people don't think about that, so they're bloated with their own arrogance and they don't feel the presence of Hashem at all. So, in order to gain this, you have to work on the Roymemus, the greatness of Hashem. Think of the wonders of Hashem's creation, the miracles in nature, how great are the deeds of Hashem, how endless and infinite is His wisdom, and then you think, who are we? We're nobodies and nobodies. We're like worms, we're like germs compared to our Kodesh brother. And therefore, once you get that attitude, understandable, you wouldn't do something wrong in your sight, sad inside. Call Eile, these things, I mean, the greatness of Hashem, and the lowliness of mankind are dvorim me told this the things that come as a result of an understanding and intelligent mind this is the year that we made at the second part from the, one of the two parts of Chesidus now the second part it didn't start discussing yet as Yeras Chet. But Yeras Arayamus is the first part of this. A man will be ashamed, he'll tremble when he stands before his Creator. When he stands up, he stands in humility, in Bushe, before our Kodesh. But who am I to stand before you and to talk to you, Hashem? do any kind of who are we to be worthy even when you come to an ordinary king you can't do things for him unless you're a nobleman there's a certain nobleman who can put on the king's shoes another nobleman can put on the king's garters not everybody has a privilege to serve the king and who are we to serve our Kodesh Baruch Hu that's a praiseworthy that the great men of Sadiqim Chassidim were praised for this year. The year as Hashem anichbod v'anera that to fear this name that's honored and feared was Hashem alikah. So he mentioned nichbod and nora. That's a year with a higher degree. Now this is the first part 
The second part, The bottom paragraph. Before you mention, which is the easiest of these to acquire, then not so easy. And he divided the two parts. One is the great respect for the Shlemus, the perfection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and a person who is aware that he is standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is careful not to do anything that's not proper, even though not afraid that because of that he'll be punished. He's afraid. Because we said that Yeras O'Enish he always should have to have. But that's not the motivation because it's enough that he has the great respect for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perfection that he wouldn't do anything wrong. Like a man standing in front of a king. He wouldn't scratch himself, even though the king wouldn't punish him. It's not proper to do that. That's Yeras O'Reimus. Now there's a second part of Yeras O'Reimus, which is called Yeras Het. Now, those Hayyur, this form of Yeras, which we're going to explain now, the Hayyur Yeras Hachet, he kemuchelek v'yiras O'Reimus is a hammer. It's a part of that Yeras O'Reimus that we started speaking about. O kemuchelek but it's also a separate kind too. Kine in Yonahu, what is the subject of Yiras Hachet? A person should always worry and be concerned about what he's doing. Not only does he have the awareness of Hashem, but he's also, because of that awareness, he is very careful about every little thing that he might do. Is it being done properly? I mean, sometimes a person can have a big awareness of Hashem and be afraid to do anything that's not proper, but he's not trained in making sure that he does everything correctly. But the man with Yerashachet is a person who supervises and scrutinizes every act of his to see that it's done correctly. Maybe they're mixed in some stain of Chet, even though the thing itself is not a Chet. But sometimes it's adulterated by some kavana or some other attitude that stains it somewhat. Or maybe something there that had it been done, let's say, before a metal boss of Adam would have been acceptable. But before Akkadish Borahu, whose greatness is infinite, these things already become magnified and they're no longer small. The smallest thing, which to people would seem non-existent, but in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they become very great, and therefore the man with is a person who is very, very careful about everything that he does. Up to here. Now he comes more to the point. You can see now, the great connection between this year and Yeras Aremus that we spoke about. But the purpose of both is not to do anything against the sublime honor of our Kodesh Baruch Hu. The difference is as follows. 
The difference between Yiras Oroimus of the first kind and Yiras Chet, Shebaavulei Techoshev Kibin Acha or B'Shem Acha Yikos, it that difference. It's considered a different species and has a different name. Who? She Yiras Oroimus who B'Shasamayim. The man who has Yiras Oroimus, but not Yiras Chet, at the time when he's going to do something, he's careful not to do anything wrong. Or B'Shasavayim. Or the time that he's doing Avedas Hashem, or Bepeleko Avera, or the time when the Avera is possible. At that time, he is on guard not to do it. The Hainu, or Bishoshu, or the Mishpah, let's say standing, Shmonesu, or Oive, or doing some other form of service, Shoz Yevosh, but you call him, he'll be ashamed, but Yerah, he'll be excited, yeah, and he'll tremble, but my room created as well, because the elevation of Hashem is so great. So at the time when he's doing something right, he's very careful to do it right. At the time when some temptation comes up, a possibility of doing something wrong, he's very careful to keep away from it. That's the first part. Or when the Avera presents itself to him. So it's a possibility he might do the Avera, so at that time, he is very much excited to be careful to avoid the Avera because of Yira Sohaimimus. He recognizes an Avera. He'll keep away from doing it. And Lord, not to do something to rebel the eyes of Hashem's covenant that are looking at him. That's Yiras Ramos. That Bishas Maiser is extremely careful. Now I come to Yiras Chet. Ach Yiras Chet has difference. He beholds at all times. Not only when he's doing something, he want to watch on the lookout beforehand. He should never come into such a situation. Or he might by mistake do something wrong. He looks beforehand with caution. Is Lord. So Yerasachet, in not Bishas Maisalon, is beforehand, and he thinks what could happen in these and these circumstances, and which I'm going to enter soon, and therefore he is armed and prepared beforehand. He's always afraid he might be initial. He might do something, or a part of something, that's against the honor of Hashem. Al-Kain, there is called Yeras Chet. He's afraid of the Chet. The main part of this, of this Madrege is that he's afraid of the Chet. It shouldn't enter and mix into his deeds because of carelessness and negligence. Now the first one, it doesn't look ahead. He certainly won't do anything wrong, but you could by mistake fall into something wrong. But the man of the Yeras head is so much forewarned and so careful beforehand that he won't even come into such a case where he can make a mistake. Or Mahmes Helen, or because of forgetting. In any way possible, this man is already prepared to be, beware of making any error of any kind. In there, it says, Happy is a man who's always trembling. He means always afraid. Who knows what might happen? He looks ahead and he thinks, I'm going to a certain place. I have to be careful now. I'll meet certain people. They'll talk to me in certain ways. I have to watch my tongue. I have to be careful what I say. Or let's say he's going to do a, a mitzvah and he has to prepare beforehand that he shouldn't make a mistake in the mitzvah. That's Yerashet. Yerashet, 
and the person who while he's doing the mitzvah is careful to avoid it. But sometimes because of a lack of foresight, he falls into errors, and later he looks back and says, look, I, I didn't see, I, didn't, I wasn't aware, I made a mistake. But the man of the head looks ahead and makes sure it should never happen that he does things by error. This trembling always, as you say, Ashrei Odom, is it refers to something about Divrei Torah. See, I feel be sure when you do not see the stumbling block in front of his eyes. So that his heart should tremble within him. Maybe there will be a stumbling block. Maybe it's a stumbling block that's concealed he doesn't see. And he didn't guard himself. So briefly now, we learned that Bishasamaisa at the time of doing things, the man with Yiras Aremimus will certainly avoid doing anything wrong. Because in the presence of Hashem, he won't be able to do anything improper in the eyes of Hashem. But it could be that he doesn't recognize that it's improper. It could be that he stumbles without knowing that he's stumbling. And later he'll discover he made a mistake. But the man with Yiras looks ahead and make sure that wherever he'll go and what he'll do and what he'll say should be done beforehand in such a way to make sure there won't be a possibility of a chet. Say that inside. Said already more than once, although we're not in this madrege at all, nevertheless, sometimes a person can be a yorechet in a certain thing for a little while. So it pays to study this. Let's say if a person has to stand shmon and it's a possibility he might make a mistake you might say Yalav Yavu and not say Yalav Yavu. You might say get Talmud or whatever it is. You might say get Mashiach. So a person who has Yiras head, he makes preparations beforehand. Let's say he puts a, a, a pencil in the sitter or puts a page, turns over the page. He shouldn't make an error if he comes to that place to remind himself. It's in a, in a small way. People who look ahead and want to make sure that there shouldn't be any possibilities or a balabuster who make sure that the fleshing dishes always where the fleshing dishes are supposed to be because sometimes by mistake you might take out a milky dish where it was misplaced so people look ahead in a certain sense they're also practicing Yereshat of course those who really have the meter are always on guard but it pays for us to study this because to a certain extent we can also practice it while Yereshat concerning this Yereshat also when he explained why Matan Terah was made with Melo Godel, such a great fear that the people became overwhelmed with Melo. So basically, said, don't worry, he said, it's for your benefit, this fear. And Lord, this fear should be in your faces that you shouldn't sin. Now he explains this. That's the most important part of the year. She a person should always be afraid what might happen that this year never goes away from him he's always on guard that's what Mesh Rabbein explained according to him that this phenomenon of Martin Torah which says with such a tremendous fear upon you is in order to implant in you a caution that you'll always be careful never to fall into a sin Ki al by having this meter, vada'i lo yavili dechet. I'll never come to a chet. Vim yavili, if it would happen, despite that, that it does do a chet, ke'oynes yechosh, it's like an oynes. Now, a shigogo 
is because the person is careless and he has to bring a corpse from the Gorgon. But for an Oynes, Oynes Chachmane Pater is entirely Pater. So when a man with Yira's head looks ahead and despite everything, something happens that is Nichol, then it's nothing but an Oynes. The Yishayon Rabbi Nebuoseh, Elzeh Abi, Hashem said, I look at this kind of a man. El Oni, a man who is humble, under Cheruach, and he is broken in spirit, he is not arrogant, and a man who trembles because of my words. It means he is always concerned because of my word to fulfill what I said. That's the Yerash Chet. He praised himself with this meter. He was happy that he had this meter. Amen, he said. Officers, officials, kings pursued me for nothing. He was almost killed by Shoal. He was in danger of his life. But despite all the fear I should have of my enemies that were trying to kill me, but more than anything else, my heart trembled because of your words. I was most concerned that I should make any mistake in fulfilling your words. Say that. And that's why we find that the Chachamim made Takonis to forewarn things that might happen, even though it's a rarity. If it happened once that there was a Mirchel, the Chacham already made a decree to make sure it shouldn't happen again. And to us, many times, it seems so far-fetched that you should worry so much about it. It's a rarity. No, the Chachamim had Yerashet. So they only, not only practice it for themselves, but they practice it in the Takonis that they made. And therefore, let's say there was only a case. When there was Shabbos, everybody was hiding in a cave because of the enemy. Then they heard a noise outside and thought the enemy was coming to, in, to enter the cave. So with a panic, they all tried to rush into the interior of the cave and they trampled on each other. They were wearing spiked shoes at that time. And some people were killed by the spiked shoes. So the Chachomer de Takone, you cannot wear sandal hamesum or spiked shoes on Shabbos. Or any day when people come together, you shouldn't wear spiked shoes. Now this happened only once. And still, once is enough. From then on, the Chachomer Exeter, whenever Jews come together, like Yontar or Shabbos, it moves it to wear spiked shoes. So you see that because of one incident, they were always afraid it might happen again. And you find many cases like that. Just because of this, they made exert. Oh, they happened only once. And therefore, that's the model to look ahead and think it might happen. And that's the ideal that not only practice for themselves, but they also practice it for the cloud of Israel. Kufnun test, like in Tov. Kufnun test. following subjects to most people would seem entirely out of place for us. Maybe for Malachim, like we'll soon see. But actually, when you look in the Tanakh, especially in Tilim, you'll see it's a chiv on everybody. That's the subject of Gedulah Hashem, studying the greatness of Hashem. 
Well, today, if you say that to somebody, he says, certainly, Hashem is great. And don't bother me. Why waste any time? It's only an excuse not to talk about it. <laughs> but you look and tell him, it says, asapreno. I will relate your greatness. And it says, There's no searching out his greatness. It means there's no end. You should never stop talking about his greatness. Whenever you look and tell him, to speak, to study the greatness of Hashem, that's one of our most important duties. And now he explains that, that we, because of our little heads, we're satisfied with a little bit. But the Malochim, or Mamish Nirash, they're excited, constantly, tremendously excited when they talk about the greatness of Hashem. And we use the Malochim as a muscle. That's why I said, We shall make your name holy, like the Malochim do. The Malochim are a model. Also, we say in the morning, Thank you, Hashem. You created the Malachim. Why do we thank Hashem for making Malachim? Because the Malachim are our model. They show us how they're always excited about our Kodesh Baruch So we thank our Kodesh Baruch for giving us that model. By learning from the Malachim, we learn how to accomplish in our lives the same purpose. So we see that talking about the greatness of Hashem is something that people must do. The fact that they don't do it, even among the good people, it's not a sign they don't have to do it. They're just neglecting one of the most important functions of people, not only Jews, Goyim too. It says, and Davidin you say every day, that everybody, no, Shabbat you say, that you say every, everybody is Nechoyev to praise Hashem at all times. Was a Russian there? This is the duty of all created people. Don't say, Hey, was called Ayyahudim? Call Ayyahudim, everybody. What is their duty? The Hoydos, the Halel, the Shabayah, the Foyer. And that's for everybody, black people or uh, yellow people. Everybody in the world has to do that. It's a remarkable statement here. We say it without thinking that we surely, it's like this. But we especially, his kindness to us is even more. So we are more mechoyev. So this chiv of praising Hashem and speaking about his greatness, that's something that is incumbent on every human being. That's what he's saying here. Ukvor motzonu shamalochim hagidoyim baromim. Malochim, no matter how great they are and how elevated they are, charedim v'reash and tomid v'yeus Hashem. They're always trembling and excited because of the greatness of Hashem. Hashem is benevocha. V'emoshul chachmos. What he said? Nehar dinur mehechan yis. There's a river of fire. A heavenly river of fire. Where does that river of fire come from? From the perspiration of the Chayosake Malochem. Malochem perspire with fire when they look at Hashem. And that fire pours out from them like an ocean, like a a river of fire. Because the fear is always on the Malochem. Because Hashem's greatness. 
then the order they might miss to express sufficiently the Kedusha and the honor that's proper to Hashem. Now when you study the Dabana, you see that's how the Malachim are doing all the time. Before Aruch HaSela, always, that's their job. Malachim busy. Now why you need Malachim to praise Hashem? Hashem needs them to praise Him. Hashem created the Malachim only as a model for us to study. That's why we thank Him so much for the Malachim. Malachim is singing all the time about the greatness of Hashem. It's like it's Kulam Ahuvim. They're great people. They're beloved people, the Malachim. Kulam Berurim. They're so perfect. Kulam Gibberim. Allah based Gimel. There is a whole other base, only it doesn't have time. But they're perfect with all kinds of shlemas. And these perfect creatures, when they look at Hashem, they're so excited that they can never stop. Then we are full of mumim, we are very far from perfect, and kalbachayma, that we surely should be excited. That's what he's saying. Say that inside to hear. And not only malochim, but even inanimate things are excited. Ubechol shor. Wherever the Shekhinah appeared for a while, that place danced up and down mountains, the mountains danced up and down from excitement. The earth stormed and the heavens melted away so we see that HaKadosh Baruch has made a demonstration for us to learn, because the heavens don't have to learn anything. Wherever he appeared, so he made a rash. And we have to know from that rash, it's only a remez on the greatness, because the greatness of Hashem is really without an end. I'll explain something to you. We say in Kiddusha that the Malachim say Kodesh, and Kodesh means perfect. Kumalochim, in one minute, they can know more than we can in all our lives. When they say Kodesh, they thought about everything. And they went through the whole sugya, the whole Bria, they studied everything. And they came to the conclusion, Kodesh Hashem is perfect. And then they saw they didn't begin yet. It's nothing what they said. So they started all over again from where they left off. They kept on going. And the second time they said Kodesh. Then they saw they didn't begin yet. So the third time. Now the Kuzi said the three times, only a remez for an Israel. They sing it all the time. They never get finished with saying Kiddush about Hashem. Now, after they say that, so Erfanim Echayos HaKedosh, so they get excited. The other Malachim, when they hear these Malachim, so Beraz go there with a great excitement. They raise themselves up to the first Malachim, who first said these great Shrochim, and they say, what you said is nothing yet. Whatever you see is only what comes out of Hashem's place. But the real covet that's in this real place that you'll never know. So no matter how much you'll speak about the greatness of Hashem, like the Malachim speak, it's only a mimkom which comes out of his place. But actually what he is, is too great even for the Malachim to understand. Had you torn apart the skies and you came down, is had you done that, if you, the mountain would have melted away. So culture came in the audience. So surely people, it's proper that they should tremble and be excited. But you when they know she lives in Hashem, when they stand always in the presence of Hashem. Now, of course, that's not for us. But great people are always excited because they're always feeling in the front of Hashem. We can feel a little bit from time to time, sometimes. But 
the ideal of the people he's talking about now, those who have Yeres or Reimamus, they're always excited about our Kaddish brother. See, after here. So because people don't realize this greatness of Hashem, therefore, no kel hem lasis is a dava. It's easy for them to do something. Which is not according to the glory of Hashem. But had they had a feeling in the greatness of Hashem, they could never even think of doing anything that's wrong. Rumash Omar Lifas said to Eve, more endless cheese. Who is a man? Are you who is he, a human being that he should be worthy? Can a person, a Yelud Ish, ever be righteous? Hashem doesn't have confidence even in the Kedoshim. Hashem looks at them, I love him, and he sees how they are full of faults compared to what he recognizes for greatness. Even the heavens are not pure in his eyes. Because our Kodesh Baruch has different standards. Then certainly, Human beings should feel that they should be always careful with everything that they say or do in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He doesn't trust even his servants. And even in his angels, he finds blemishes. Surely people who dwell in houses of clay, they're founded only in dust. And of course, it will amaze and melt away before the worms. So people are nothing. So surely they should feel a great excitement because they're standing in the presence of Hashem. Say that aside. Every man should always tremble and be excited. He said, because of this, my heart trembles, and it springs from its place. Listen to the greatness of the power of his voice. It means when he hears thunder, when he hears thunder, he becomes excited. It's a Kail Hashem. Of course, thunder is a very small part of Kail Hashem, but it's a muscle for Hashem's voice. So, listen to the violence of his voice. People become frightened when they hear thunder. So you should know it's given to us for a purpose. Like what it says, why do we have thunder and lightning? Today, in order to iron out the wrinkles of the heart, the Gemara, in order to iron out the wrinkles in the mind, in the Midas, the thunder is like a hot, flat iron. With a hot iron, you can smooth out the wrinkles in the person's character. So when you hear the thunder and you think it's the part of a muscle, a little bit of a muscle on Hashem's voice, you tremble, and the wrinkles in your character straighten themselves out. That's the real Yerah. That the pious man should always have on his face, always. But it shouldn't go away from him. Of course, we understand it's not for us, but we have to learn from that and model how much we feel that we should do if ever we reach even part of this Madriga. So even from time to time in our lives, at some time we can have that attitude. Sometime with this great excitement in the world, like the Rambam says, the world walks in darkness all the time, the Rambam says. But sometime with this great excitement, the world wakes up for a minute, and they see the truth. And then they go back again in the darkness and fall asleep again. But during that one minute, it's possible for people to gain a great awareness of Hashem. 
And therefore, we, we study this, although we're not this madrege, we study this in order to utilize these opportunities. Sometimes in our life, there'll be moments when we can gain a little bit of this great attitude. Set that aside. Why did Hashem make thunder? In order to iron out the wrinkles in a man's heart, a man's character. So a person sometimes is stubborn, he feels he's right, wants to justify at the beginning he had said there is Yiras Ho'inesh which he didn't discuss because that's considered easily understood to be afraid of the penalties that I call this who sends for a chaitai the second kind in what he intended to speak about at length yiras horoimimus that's being aware of our Kodesh greatness and therefore he wouldn't be able to do anything improper because he knows he is standing in the presence of our Kodesh and yiras horoimimus however has a subdivision which is called yiras chet and Yeras hate is not only because a person is so keenly aware of the greatness of Hashem that he doesn't want to do anything wrong, but even more than that, he plans ahead to be aware of any possibility of anything wrong. That's Yeras Chet. And now he says there's another subdivision in Yeras Chet itself. Achel Hashem, but there are two parts to this Yeras Chet of those who are afraid of a possibility of a sin. One is in the present time, or in the future time. And the second kind of Yeras Chet is Be'ova, in considering what already was done in the past. I explain it. In the present. Who? She Odam person should be afraid and should be concerned, worried that what he's going to do now what he's doing now or what he's going to do there might be something that's not proper or there might enter into the thing that he's doing or going to do something that's not proper either the thing that he wants to do is not proper or is a proper thing but some other element might mix into it and adulterate it, give it a wrong flavor. Or commercial is after, like I mentioned above. And by the way, we shouldn't think this excessive, because every driver has considerable yeras or arraimimus. He's afraid not only that he might bump into somebody, but he's afraid he might get summoned before a court too, and there might be a serious trial too. So he's constantly on the lookout. And everybody who drives their car 
actually is doing that. So when we're driving our car on life's highway, we should also be aware that's a very responsible place to be driving on, and we have to be afraid, even though we're going in the right direction, and we have good intentions, who knows what might mix in all of a sudden something that would spoil our direction. Now be over, and worry about the past now. Who she odom, choshev tomi, always thinking about what already was done by him. The year of Yidah is always worried. Can Yodso mitachas Yodov eizachet poloshe Yodov? Maybe there came out from under his hand something sinful that he wasn't aware at that time. Rehu sheyin bova ben buta. Here's an example of this Tana. Shoyamati Oshem Toli behold Yom. Every day he brought a koban. Oshem Toli is a koban to bring if you're in doubt if you did the Aveya or not. So we see how greatly concerned a man could be if he's thinking about his past. No question that in the past people were not as careful as they should have been. And if he looks back, he's sure to find something. The Eev, every time when his family came together and they made a feast, he got up early the next day, and he brought Korbonus Eula for each person who participated in that feast. Maybe my son sinned. Now that's not merely a statement of Hazal, it's a openly, that here, every time there was a feast, and they came together, and the feast people sometimes talk, or they do something, and therefore he brought Korbonus for each person who participated in that feast. So we see that a responsible person is always thinking about his past deeds. So once more now, he's thinking about what he's doing now, or he's thinking what he's going to do, beforehand to make sure that nothing mixes in that might be improper. He shouldn't do something or say something that's not proper. And the second is he looks back always on his past, his constant reviewing his younger years, his mature years, his business affairs, with whom did he deal in the shul and the street at home, is constantly reviewing all the relationships with people, how we fulfilled the Torah in the past, did he fulfill all the mitzvahs, maybe he skipped something, and therefore this man is fulfilling this form of Yerashet, which is always thinking about the future and the past. Say that. <laughs> When he became a Kohen Godel. Sharei Nehema, but it states, about the Shevan HaMishcho, al besar odem lo yisro. It should never be smeared on a person's body if it's not for the purpose of Meshicha for Vedas Hashem. Ule Aaron istave shimshochebo. And it was commanded about Aaron that Meshe should anoint him, should anoint Aaron. Behoi Yimishor, but they too were afraid. These two were afraid at that time. Maybe they were trespassing in using the Shamishcha not properly. Let's say he had a smear it on a circle around Aaron's head. Maybe they smeared a little bit lower than they should have done in a place where it wasn't necessary 
and that's called loyal in the Kedusha of Shemon HaMishra. And he quotes, was afraid and he worried. Maybe I trespassed in the Shemon HaMishra. Yosef went forth and said, like the fragrant oil which is put on the head, and if it drips down on the beards, is like the Jew of Helman. Now, the beard would not have a place for oil to be. If it dripped down, it was inadvertently, unintentionally. But just like the Jew of Mount Helman, if it flows down from the mountaintops, did nothing wrong. So he said, Ma Tal Helman, just like Tal Helman, that drips down from the mountaintops of Helman, did nothing wrong there done. Even the oil of Mishra that dripped down on Aaron's beard, don't be afraid. So he had now a consolation in Hashemayim. He was told, don't be afraid if any of the oil drips down unintentionally. But he was afraid though. So Aaron was afraid. Even after he heard that Basco, Aaron was afraid. Maybe Moshe did not blame because it didn't go down on his flesh and his face. But I had Hanoia from it. So maybe I am to blame if it dripped down on my beard. The brothers together are considered together good and pleasing in the eyes of Hashem. So like Moshe did not do anything wrong, so Aaron also did not do anything wrong. So we see from these two, So we see, that's the attitude of Hasidim, even they were doing a mitzvah, still they were afraid, and they said, Maybe they mixed in some small stain of psul, and that's an attitude, although we cannot be like these great men, but we too have to know that it's important for us, even if time to time we think this, even once in a while we think this. Maybe we did a mitzvah, right? We intended to do what's right, but who knows, maybe it's a mixed in something wrong, and if you keep on looking, it's quite probable that you'll find something. Say that. Kufsana, the bottom paragraph. On the subject of Yeras Chait, about those personalities who have reached the Madrege of thinking beforehand, maybe they might make an error, even unintentionally, and they're afraid of that error. That's called Yeras Chait. The Avram, Acharei after he went to help his nephew Lot, who was captured by the invading armies, and Avram won the battle and he returned victorious, he trembled and he was said, Maybe my deeds were not entirely innocent. 
Maybe among the people whom I killed, there were some good persons among the Goyim. That's how far I went with the fray. After all, you're dealing with a number of people. Maybe among them there was somebody who was a righteous man. He went out because he was commanded by the kings to go into battle. Who shall pierce you? That's what they said. I'll tell them. Do not be afraid of them. Hashem consoled Avram. He should not be afraid. I believe you, Amar. The fish of Avram is pachadim, because Avram was afraid, and he said, "Being called uchulus in shehodakti among the multitude that I killed, shemahoya benayim tzadik echad or yereshamayim echad." Maybe there was one person who was a person who feared Hashem. The fikoch nevalef Hashem told him, "I'll tell Avram. Don't be afraid." It means. Since Avram was a kind of person who worried about such things, so HaKadosh Baruch made sure that he wouldn't fall into any errors of that kind. That there was nobody who was righteous would ever be killed by Avram. Don't be afraid, Avram. So he says, They don't say, Don't be afraid. Except for a person who really fears Shamayim, in a truthful way. Avram sincerely and truthfully feared Shamayim. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch told him, don't be afraid. Now, that doesn't mean don't have Yerush Shamayim, but don't be afraid that you fell into an error. Just because you have Yerush Shamayim, I'm going to teach you it that you won't fall into an error. This is the true Yerush concerning which they said, all that HaKadosh Baruch has in this world, a treasure of Yerushimayim. That's his treasure. So he explains, it's this form of Yerushimayim. When a person is so fully devoted to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he is afraid, maybe he might make a mistake. So that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu prizes most of all, of all the things that he has in the world. Set that aside. And Misha Rabbeinu said, Mo Hashem imcho. What does Hashem want of you? Ki im only to have Yiro. So Imor asked, is Yiro a small thing? Imor said, yes, to Moshe it was a small thing. Now he explains, Sherak Only for Moshe it was easy to attain this form of Yiro. Because of the great connection that he had to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. was always in his mind connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, in such a frame of mind, it's much easier to gain Yiras Achel. Ki but other people, Vadai It's certain that their physical existence, their bodies, their physical instincts, their impulses, makes it difficult for them to be afraid of Hashem all the time because they are caused by their bodies by their nerves by their impulses to think about other things and only the greatest of men are able to keep their minds always on Hashem however it doesn't mean we should give up Every chosid, according to what he is, 
is proper, you should try to get whatever you can of this quality of Yeheshet. The Nema, Yeruiz Hashem Kedosha. The Holy Ones of Hashem, fear Hashem. So we see that this form of Yere is for Kedosha. Now everybody is Mechuyev to fear Hashem. It's a mitzvah of the Torah, like the mitzvah of Mezuzah is filling. But each person fulfills it according to his ability. If he fulfills it because he doesn't want our Kodesh boy to punish him, then it's certainly worthwhile. If he fulfills it because he wants to go to Ulam Habo after he dies, worthwhile. But he can fulfill it more and more out of his great respect for our Kodesh Baruch Not to do anything wrong while he's standing before Hashem, Whatever a man can do in that respect, he should try to gain. Every person according to his mother, you say that. Now, Bederach Kniyas Hayyara. Ways how to work on acquiring this attitude. Achaderach Kniyas Hayyara What's the way to acquire this attitude of Yira? Uha Hizbainen. Now, we notice Hizbainen means to think into matters. It's necessary to spend time thinking. When? Any time you have at leisure, while you're eating, while you're walking, in the daytime, in your business, in learning, whenever you're doing anything, take out a little time to think about these two subjects. Al Shnei in Yonim Amitim, on two true subjects. Not imaginary ideas. These two things are actually true. Only we have to remind ourselves about these true subjects. What is that? First, that the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is found every place in the world. Wherever you go, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there. Now that's not something you imagine; it's a fact. Only you have to think about that fact. Wherever you go, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there. That's one thing to think. So if you walk in the street, practice it. Even for a minute. Our Kodesh Baruch is right here. If you're on the bus, on the subway, in your place of business, at home, wherever you are, our Kodesh Baruch is right there. That's one way of thinking. To gain this attitude of Yerushchev. Now the second. Vishuhu that our Kodesh Boy is looking at everything no matter how small or how big nothing is concealed from his eyes not because the subject is so big so vast you might think it's so a vast subject that our Kodesh Boy doesn't see it all at once no he sees everything all at once and not because it's such a small or temporary matter. No, he sees it right away. Big things, small things, and important. He sees and understands without any separation, without any difference. So when a person practices that, Kodesh Bola is looking at me. Now some people never try this in their lives, even once. So when you're walking in the street, let's say you're going home from here, try it for a minute, try it for a half minute. 
HaKadosh Baruch is looking at me. At least once in our lives, we should practice this attitude. If you do it more, then you're better off. His glory fills the whole world. So he shouldn't think it's just a poetic expression, but it means something. These two things, that his skin is everywhere, and that HaKadosh Baruch is always looking. Amen. Do I not fill the heavens and the earth? Amen. Who like Hashem, who dwells on high, and yet He looks down on the lowly. He looks down on the lowest, and He sees everything. Hashem is elevated, but we show all year. But he sees the lowly, the Goroya, and the one that's on high, Hashem is on high, he knows things even that are on the distance. So know how far away it is, and how small it is, Hashem is looking intently at it. Set that aside. So when we learn Mesir HaShishayim, it shouldn't be merely a piece of interesting or holy literature, but we have to know that he's giving us homework to do. And he expects of everybody. Of course, the great people do it all the time. Even small people like ourselves have this, ob- this work to do that we must from time to time think that Hashem is everywhere, wherever you go. That's one thought. It's a true thought. Just to be aware of it, however, people are not aware. Hashem is everywhere. And that's one of the meanings of Meloi Cholores Kavod. His glory fills the whole world. And he wants us to practice it. And he should think into it. Not merely to acknowledge it, to say, yes, I believe in it. But he wants us to practice thinking into that thought. And the second part of the homework is to think that Hashem is looking at you. So once in a while, practice it. At least you'll be able to say, after 120 years, yes, once in my life, I actually thought for a minute that Hashem is looking at me. At least once. Otherwise, it comes to Elam Habo, after 120 years, I say, did you ever think Hashem was looking at you? Not even once? But you learned to see what you show him, he told you to do it. He wanted more than once, but at least one time in our lives, a minute, we should have done it. And that's why it's so beneficial, so valuable to learn the Sefer, so we gain the most important things in life. These are the most important achievements, to be aware of our Kodesh Baruch. That's the most important of all things. If you're aware for a minute, it's a big success. You said it inside yet? Right Om nom. Adobar eno This thing is not clearly pictured in a man's mind. El al-yidei ha-smodas Only... Since it will become clear to a person that wherever he is, he stands before Hashem, it will become clearer to a person. And it becomes more and more clear the more he thinks about it. Then automatically, the fear of Hashem will come enter into his mind. Maybe he might stumble and make an error in what he's going to do. That one of his deeds might not be proper, according to the greatness of Hashem's covenant. So when a person tries 
to picture in his mind. That's what he calls a seer. A seer is a picture in the mind. That Hashem is there. And looking at him, after a while, it actually becomes part of his thoughts. And it has an effect on all that he does. Say that inside. Before, he spoke of the Midah called Yeras Horememus, and that included two aspects. One is the awareness of the greatness of Hashem that makes a person careful not to do the slightest thing that's not in accordance with the honor of Hashem. Like a man standing in front of a king. He wouldn't scratch himself, or the king wouldn't punish him for that, but it's beneath the dignity of a person to do that in the presence of a king. So therefore, besides Yerah Soinish, which everybody must have, fear of punishment, in addition he has the fear of the greatness of Hashem, which doesn't permit him to do anything that's not right. Then he adds in the second part of Yerah Sarememus, that's called Yerah And because of his great awareness of the presence of Hashem and the Gedulo, the mightiness and the perfection of Hashem, he's very careful to look ahead and to measure every word and every step that he makes in order to make sure that he'll never come even by error to do something wrong. That's already more than ordinary Yerasaremimus. The looking ahead and especially be wearing not to make the slightest error. Now the kibben she yizbore lo she bechomo kimshihu. When it becomes clear to a person that wherever he is, who oimed lefneish chinasa yizbore, he stands before the presence of Hashem. You understand that not a simple thing, and only extraordinary people have arrived at that degree. But I explained a number of times already that this study is beneficial for us too because from time to time we can behave that way in individual cases although we can't do it all the time like these great men do but from time to time we can feel that a little so when the person gains attitude that is always standing in the presence of Hashem wherever you are whether you're in business or the Beisak Nessus on the street you're standing in the presence of Hashem Oz me'eleho tovu that automatically it comes into him a fear and a trembling he might stumble in one of his deeds he doesn't have to think anymore consciously automatically the awareness that is in front of Hashem makes a man fear that he might do something that's out of proportion out of accordance with the honor of one standing before Hashem it shouldn't be what's proper according to the greatness of the honor of Hashem. Whom Hashem only quotes. Know what's above you. Know that HaKadosh Baruch is over you and looking at you. And I is looking at all times. The ears and the ear 
that hears every word that you say. And all of your acts, all of your emotions are recorded in the Sefer. Now, when a person gains that awareness, since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching everything that's being done, and he sees and he hears everything, no question that any act that he does will leave an impression. I mean, everything you do becomes important. All written is safer in this house, whether for merit or the opposite of merit. And that's why when people learn Gemara, they're surprised sometimes how the Gemara seems to be splitting hairs, making details in the smallest of things. And the answer is, when you stand before a king, nothing is small. The smaller detail is important for Amalach Malchi Amalachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Chachamim were aware of Hashem's presence, and that's why nothing is unimportant to them. Say that. What he is going to explain now is actually the greatest of all tests that man has to undergo in this world. That's the great test of recognizing the presence of Hashem despite the fact that HaKadosh Baruch is invisible. Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere. And not only is everywhere, but he has created the world in such a way that everything testifies to the great designer who made it. However, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in hiding, Yoshev Esaisa, Hashem dwells in secrecy, misleads all mankind. And they forget about Hashem. So even the good people find it very difficult to feel they're standing in the presence of Hashem. And when you're standing in Tefillah, it's very difficult to feel that our code is born hearing your words, unless you work on it. You must work on that concept. And that's what he said, now you have to work to gain the concept that Hashem is in front of you and is listening to you. This thing cannot be pictured well in a man's mind only by constantly meditating on it and thinking into it. And by thought you can gain that awareness. Since it's far away from our senses, we live only with what we can see and what we can hear, what we can feel. And our Kodesh Baruch Hu is not sensed by us. Lo the mind cannot picture it. Only after much thinking and learning about these things. Thinking, Ashkaf, and looking into it by learning about it. Now this is a very great problem that everybody must learn. In the olden days, it was so clear to everybody that it was taken from the environment. You were born into such an environment. Everybody felt that Hashem was there. But today, it's a world of Gashmis and Pekosis, and we have a more difficult task before us than they had in the Kadmanim. And we must labor to gain the awareness that Hashem is right there, and He sees and He hears. Now I said something else. And even after you gain that picture in your mind as a result of your labor, 
you must be very careful to hold on to it. Because you can easily lose it. Yosur can easily lose that picture out of his mind. Unless he continues always to concentrate on that. Now, the time when it's most suited for that is when you stand the Shemon Esra, or you're saying words of Tvila. Or you have to train yourself while you're saying the Tvila that Hashem is listening to your words. Especially when you come to Shema Koleinu. You say, Ki ato shomei, you are listening. You're listening with compassion. And you picture Hashem is listening compassionately. And you thank Him for listening. Thank you, Hashem, for listening to me. So you have to work on it, especially in that bracha. But anytime you say the word ato, you have to work on ato means you. We have the boldness to address our Kodesh Bar with you. So you have to utilize that great opportunity, that privilege. And when you say you, have to think you. Therefore, that's the big function of man in this world, the most important of all tests, to gain an awareness that Hashem is right there in front of him. Say that. And therefore now he warns against this obstacle to Yerashet, which is called Hesachadas, the removing of the mind from that subject. The Nimsa, it comes out, just like a great deal of thinking is the way to acquire this constant fear of Hashem, in the constant awareness of Hashem, Cain, Hesachadas, who beat the Loyan, who Hamafsida Also, removing the mind. And to stop thinking about it, that's a great obstacle that counteracts this Ian. For instance, when people engage in long conversations in Zvorim Betelim, their minds become emptied out of Yeras Hashem. When people listen to the talk of the Umar that they hear on the media, of course, I call this boy is not mentioned. When people read the literature or the Newspapers, so it's a Hesachadas. Of course, Hashem is not mentioned. So the fact that a college board has admitted constantly, not mentioned at all, that is a great obstacle. When you go among people in the street, when you go to gatherings of people, they come together, a college board is not mentioned at all. And that's a great obstacle. But when good people come together, it says, The praise of Hashem is when there's a gathering of Hasidim. When people come together, the first thing they do is mention Hashem, and they constantly attempt to recall His presence at all times, during the entire gathering. It shouldn't be a time of Hesachadas. And therefore, it's very important to be aware of company, of associating yourself with anything or anybody that will help destroy any achievement of Yerushimayim that you gained up to now. Set that aside. That's where we're starting Kuf Samer Beis, the bottom paragraph, the Nimzo. He spoke about the urgency of being aware 
of Akkadish Barahu, and thus gaining the middle of Yeras Chait. Nimsa, Shekemo, Sherova his Bainan, who had Derek Lickness Ayera at Midis. Abundance of thinking is a way to acquire this permanent year, not for a moment, but to have a permanent attitude of awareness of Hashem. It requires also a permanent attitude of thinking. You must have in mind this idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in front of you always. You must constantly dwell on that thought. So that's the way to acquire this Yiro. Cain, Hesachadas, Ubitol Ho'iyun, Uamavsita Godoshala. So, in the same proportion, it's true that by removing the mind from this thought and stopping to meditate on the subject, that's the great way of overcoming the Yiro, of destroying the Yiro. Which means, when people become involved in worldly things and they don't have time to think or they're involved in things that are the opposite of Yiro, then these cause them to be Messiah Das and Hesachah Das to remove the mind. That's the opponent, the foe of Yeras Hashem. Yeah, if it will be Machmas, still this over us. Till this could mean not his fault. If a person is not well, he has to run to physicians, he has to go for Parnosa, he has no time to think, he has to be a living. All these things take up his mind. Now, if a person is overly loaded with worries, then he can't think about a college brother. Or he willingly chooses, let's say he chooses to read books and newspapers that cause a man to forget about Hashem. He chooses to go to places where it's Lezonis and nobody would even think of mentioning Hashem's name. Makes no difference, he said. Of course, it's worse when it's Barotzim, but still, whether it's Barotzim or Barotzim, it's going to cause a man to lose the Yerash Hashem. Called Herzachadas Bitlhul Yerat Midis. Any kind of removing the mind is a contradiction to this permanent Yerah. That's why the king is commanded by Hashem. The sefer must always be with him. A king had to make a small sefer that he took with him wherever he went. All the days of his life, he has to read in that sefer Why? He said, He has to learn to fear Hashem. So we see, hold you learn from this. That Yiro is learned only from the constant, uninterrupted learning about it. Now, it doesn't mean he has to learn only in the Seifa. The Seifa, however, is an external form of reminding him that people can remind themselves even with their own thoughts about Hashem. But the point is, he must constantly be reminded. So the king cannot say, well, I'll go out without the Sefer Torah, because I already learned about Hashem. I already have Yeras Hashem. We say, no. If you're a king, and you're going to go out, and you take your, your affairs, you're surely going to forget about Hashem. 
And the king is the one who should not forget about Hashem. And that's why he has to have the servitor always with him to remind him that this is the big function of a person, every person, a king no less. He shall learn to fear Hashem all the days of his life. Say that inside. No part of this lecture may be reproduced in any form, even for personal use.